it's late on a Saturday night, so let's not waste any time here in the doghouse. What's up, everybody? It is your boy, D-Roy, and this is the Doghouse Fantasy Football Podcast. Find me on Twitter and Instagram at RoyDog underscore 13. And over on Facebook, Dennis M. Roy over there. You can hit me up on Messenger or DM me anywhere to get spreadsheets, the write-ups, all this stuff. So we're going to get this thing going here. Like I said, it is late on Saturday night. I am ready for bed. But we want to do a rundown. Um, have kind of looked or have tried to put lineups together. Uh, It is a bit difficult on DraftKings. uh, FanDuel, of course, is always kind of the easiest. Uh, Yahoo wasn't too bad, but DraftKings is definitely the one where uh, what I had mentioned at the top about paying down at wide receiver, um, you're going to have to if you're going to pay up at tight end and for the uh, quarterbacks that I have listed. So let's get in here. So cash, Patrick Mahomes at the top, 8,700, 38, and 8,200. Good for second, second, and second. I should have just said second all the way across the board. <laughs> said it might not look like a good matchup on paper, but Mahomes can get the job done against this Chargers secondary. Chargers 18th in pass defense DVOA, but only second in points allowed to the quarterback position at 9.9 points per game. That was against Washington, who lost quarterback Ryan Fitzpatrick, and against Dallas, who should have done better. Uh, But Dak Prescott really didn't look right, even though his passing stats show a high completion percentage. Um, You won't hear that pretty much anywhere else. Everybody else said that that offense looked pretty good. I was like, "Mm." the running game looked good. The passing game did not. They looked really, uh, timing was completely off, and that could have been from the 10-day layoff. But... Um, what did I didn't say. Oh, uh, comparing Cowboys to Chiefs, I said this is a different coaching staff, a more stable quarterback in terms of fantasy. High price to pay for Mahomes, so I completely understand not paying all the way up in cash, but I would take a shot on him in GPP. Russell Wilson is next, eighty four hundred thirty six and seventy six hundred, good for third, fourth, and fourth. Vikings boast a passing defense, twenty second in DVOA. And our 29th in points allowed to opposing quarterbacks, giving up 26.9 points per game on FanDuel and 28.4 points per game on DraftKings. Terrific matchup for Russ, uh, who's been really good to start the season with even more uh, defensive backs going down for Minnesota secondary. The Seahawks would be wise to let Russ cook. Third on this list, and he has a uh, questionable designation, but that was due to illness. Uh, Practice in full on Friday is Lamar Jackson. 8,400, 35, and 7,800. Detroit is 32nd in pass defense, DVOA 25th in points allowed to the quarterback position. Lines are also terrible in the rush defense, which is perfect for Lamar. In cash, I would prefer to use Lamar naked, as there are many, uh, plenty of targets for him to hit for TDs, and he most certainly could rush for three TDs on his own. 
Marquise Brown at running uh, at wide receiver is the only player I would comfortably pair with him. He's hit him for a touchdown in each of the first two games, so I do expect that to continue. Uh, Justin Herbert, 7,532, 6,500, good for ninth, 8th, and 7th. Going back to the Wells, Kansas City pass defense, 25th in DVOA and 24th in points allowed to the position. This Chiefs defense is just not good at all, and they have lost even more pieces this last week, which will only help the Chargers offense, uh, primarily across the uh, defensive line. GPPs, Kirk Cousins, 7,731 and 6,300, good for 7, 10, and 9. I would actually say here, too, that <clears throat> in certain situations, Kirk Cousins might actually be cash viable if Dalvin Cook cannot go. Uh did say that Kirk Cousins is the pivot to uh, Dalvin Cook in the running game, especially if backup running back Alexander Madison ends up starting because Dalvin Cook can't make a go of it. Seahawks may try extra hard to make up for the disaster that was trying to stop Derrick Henry last week at home. Seahawks are 11th in passing defense, DVOA, and 12th in points allowed to the quarterback position, so it's not foolproof, but the Vikings are going to be incredibly desperate to get a win and not move to 0-3. We'll talk more Delvin Cook when we get to the running backs, though. Uh, Daniel Jones. I'm starting to move a little bit into GBP slash cash territory here, even though I didn't write it up that way. 7,400, 25, and 5,800 good for 10, 18, and 13. Falcons are 27th in pass defense, DVOA, 32nd in points allowed to the position. The best place to attack Atlanta is through the air, and they are losing starting cornerbacks. Daniel Jones has also looked pretty good the first two weeks of the season. If he can get it done for a third straight week, he may he may start being trusted in cash. Um, the problem here is not Daniel Jones. It's his offensive line um, suffering even more injuries. The problem is whether or not we can really trust um, him to get the job done. But this would be kind of like the Jalen Hurts um, play two weeks ago that worked out well when we paid down. Daniel Jones can run. Uh, that's why I have a little bit more confidence even with a poor offensive line. So he's got great matchups all the way across the board. Uh, secondary pieces have gone down. Even more, cornerback A.J. Terrell, who is pretty, probably their best corner, uh, went down this week. So if you are having issues fitting players in, I will accept going down to Daniel Jones in cash. But that would be the only... Oh, space there. That would be the only GPP guy... That I can really, well, should I should take that back. I, I don't mind Daniel Jones. I don't mind Kirk Cousins in cash, to be completely honest with you, if paying down. But the problem is with Kirk Cousins, most of it is it's so close to Herbert and Lamar that I don't know if you ha really have to go that far down. Last but not least, Ryan Tannehill, 7,029 and 6,200, good for 15th, 12th, and 10th. The pivot to Derrick Henry, who lots of folks will be on after last weekend's romp out in Seattle. Tannehill is getting fucked out of TD opportunities, which was incredibly blatant last weekend with the reversal of wide receiver Julio Jones' TD. 
It's a perfect opportunity here as the Colts are 29th in pass defense DVOA and 22nd in points allowed to the quarterback position. He can steal a goal line opportunity or two for Big Henry and really pump up the fantasy points. I really This is one that I really, really want to consider. Um, I don't even know if you have to have Indy play along. Being a divisional game, they're going to really want to put it to them, especially if Carson Wentz is not there. They'll take advantage of that full uh, full money, in my opinion. Running backs, Derrick Henry at the top, of course, uh, 9,700, 35, 8,600, good for first, second, and first. He might be more chalk than everyone thinks since the Titans have rediscovered the monster that lives in their backfield. Indy is 13th in rush defense DVOA, 18th in DVOA versus running back in the passing game, while 13th in points allowed to the position. They would be wise to continue the plan with the battering Ram. I'm not... <clears throat> 100% sold that I want to come up all this way for him. Doing Going back-to-back back, um, is really difficult. Um, even though this indie defense isn't all that great right now, I don't know if I really want to pay up for Derrick Henry. It eats up a shit ton of salary. Um... It's certainly easier to get to fit him in on FanDuel on DK. Uh, you get up, you get up in that price range, that eighty six hundred. This is the problem with CMC at times. You get up in that price range, it dilutes the rest of your lineup so much that I don't know if it's worth it. So, if you do go that way, I understand. If not, <clears throat> I completely understand. But see. That's why the next guy here, okay, Dalvin Cook, 9,500, 37, and 8,400, good for second, first, and second. This is why everybody's looking at Dalvin Cook. And it has nothing to do with Dalvin Cook whatsoever. <coughs> they, meaning most of the fantasy DFS commit, uh, 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 community, they want to see Dalvin Cook not play this week. And the reason is because they want to use Alexander Madison in that savings. Uh, 5,200, 14, and 6,000, good for 37th, 35th, and 13th. Okay, They want to use that savings to be able to bolster their lineup in other places. Having Dalvin Cook available uh, really makes them think they'd have to really put together a great lineup. It's tough to get Dalvin Cook in there without having to pay down everywhere. So um, they are really <laughs> they're waiting for Alexander Madison. Uh, after what happened last week against Tennessee, this is the no-doubter no doubter cash play if Cook is active on Sunday. Vikings seem confident that Cook will play against the Seahawks rush defense. That is 16th in DVOA, 15th in DVOA versus the running back in the passing game, while 31st in points allowed to the position. Means TD upside in this matchup. Madison will have the same matchup if Cook can't go. It should at least be considered with pivot options at other positions in the late afternoon games that you may spend up for because of the savings. Have a plan in place before all the games begin. We're thinking that we're going to know what's happening with the situation before the noon games start or 1, 1 p.m. games if you're on the East Coast. But um, before the early games are played, if not... You will find out before the 
last four, the late four games go off, which means that you're going to want to have plenty of pivot options. Um, quite possibly, if you're going to go down to Alexander Madison, you can you can bump up at other spots, like maybe another running back position, wide receiver, um, uh, not so much tight end. Well, you could move up at t- you could move up a tight end. I forgot Waller's available against Miami. Um, quarterback, all that type of thing. Just have a plan in place. If you're going to fit Dalvin Cook in there, that's fine. Save that lineup. But then take that lineup, switch in Alexander Madison, look at your savings, and see where exactly you're going to pivot to. And you need to make sure if you're going to pivot, um, there's two. There's two things. You make a pivot lineup for before the early games, and then you make a pivot for um, if we haven't heard anything, you know, up through you know half an hour before game time. Then you make that. Then you make that lineup <clears throat> before um, the late afternoon games. There's a couple different things that you can do. It's not that difficult. Um, Although it's a pain in the ass on DraftKings to switch the lineups out, but it's a lot easier on uh, FanDuel because you can just do a full, uh, a full switch out. But here we go. Next guy, Austin Eckler, seven thousand twenty nine and seventy two hundred, good for ninth, fifth, and fifth. If not using Justin Herbert in cash, definitely look at Eckler. And the only prescription is more running back versus the Kansas City Chiefs, thirty second in rush defense, DVOA. 27th in DVOA versus running back in the passing game. 30th in points allowed to the position. Eckler is going to fucking eat this week. If you're not using him in cash, please get yourself a share in at least one GPP lineup. Eckler fits very, very nicely um, compared to, like, say, Dalvin Cook and Derrick Henry. That's why I have no issues coming down to Eckler as your top running back option. Chase Edmonds of Arizona, 6,620 and 5,700, good for 13th, 13th, and 18th. Uh, DK price is pretty good. Edmonds is the hands-down lead running back here in Arizona, going against the Jags defense that is 15th in rush defense DVOA, 17th in DVOA versus running back in the passing game. Jags are also 28th in points allowed to the running back position as well. He can pay off his salary, but he needs to get a TD. The TD will probably come from further away from the goal line as the chances he gets... uh, he gets one, Dec- man. The chances he gets one decreases the closer they get to the get to pay dirt, meaning that Kyler could run it in. Okay. Last but certainly not least, Tyson Williams of Baltimore, sixty four hundred eighteen and fifty eight hundred, good for fifteenth, twentieth, and sixteenth. It's a really good price actually over on Yahoo. If not using Lamar at quarterback, consider utilizing Williams at running back. Lions are 29th in rush defense DVOA, 32nd in DVOA versus the running back in the passing game, while 32nd in points allowed to the position. He only saw... Uh, he only... Wow. I messed up in there. The snap share was rather low last week against Kansas City, but matchup with that Baltimore should handle easily. It's hard not to see the Ravens give the young running back some leash here. Um, he is the lead running back in that backfield, you know, outside of Lamar Jackson, of course. So, but if you need a pay down option is definitely, definitely consider him there. Um, GPP, Deandre Swift, 
and a pivot to Jamal Williams if Swift would happen to be out, but I doubt it. Swift, 7,400, 23, and 5,800. Good for 7th, 10th, and 16th. Jamal Williams, 5,600, 19, and 5,100. Good for 28th, 18th, and 27th. I don't hate the play of using Swift against the Ravens, who are 9th in rush defense DVOA, but 29th in DVOA versus running backs in the passing game, while 14th in points allowed to the position. Swift is the main guy to use here and only consider Williams as Swift happens to be out on Sunday. Williams would also be in line for cash viability if Swift is out. Um, Ravens have lost more defensive players since um, and I, that I found out after I had written all this. I don't hate Swift in cash. It's just he might be priced up a little bit too much. That's why I'm perfectly fine with Jamal Williams in cash. Um, if Swift can't make a go of it, Clyde, but, uh, the thing that Swift's been dealing with, he's been dealing with it, uh, uh, for the whole beginning of the season, Clyde Edwards, a layer 6,500, 16 and 4,800 good for 14, 28, 35, uh, 35th, a pivot from the chiefs passing attack and a very unstable one to say the least. CEH hasn't looked good at all, but the question is whether he can get on the right track. Chargers are 28th in rush defense, DVOA 16th in DVOA versus running back in the passing game, while 27th in points allowed to the position, giving up 25.1 points on FanDuel and 29.1 points on DraftKings. It's a risk, but no one is going to play him, so consider it in, if in larger GPPs. Oh, here we go, the Denver boys, Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon. Uh, Williams, 5,820 and 4,900, good for 23rd, 13th, 31st. Melvin Gordon, 6,020 and 5,500, good for 19th, 13th, and 22nd. Jets, 26th in rush defense DVOA, 24th in DVOA versus running backs in the passing game, about 24th in points allowed to the position. Javante has looked like the better running back, even though he is getting an ever so small snap share compared to Gordon. Um, I should have said small difference in snap share compared to Gordon. Uh, it's risky because either running back could have the better day, but money is on the rookie this week, and it always will be. I'll always take the better back. Wide receivers and cash. Tyler Lockett, eight thousand twenty-eight and seventy-four hundred, good for fourth, ninth, and fourth. I said, are you serious? Another pl- ultra plus matchup for Lockett. It's hard not to look here if paid down at the other positions. The Vikings are twenty-seventh in DVOA versus the wide receiver two. 31st in points allowed to the wide receiver uh, position overall. Still tempted to go DK in this matchup because he is now overdue to go off, but I wouldn't blame you for following the herd in cash. And that is not how you spell herd. Man, I have some errors in this one. Ugh. Lockett will line up against Mackenzie Alexander in the slot. When they go too wide, he will be up against uh, Patrick Peterson. He can beat both matchups no matter what. So... Um, he has something to consider. I'm going to fade in cash because I'm going to, you know, pay down at wide receiver this week. Um, but definitely, definitely something to consider for, uh, GPPs if you like rest lineups. Okay. Cooper cup. I said, see, he's a Tyler Lockett. And I said, these two scumbags, 7,900, 32, 6,800. Good for fifth, fourth and ninth. I'll give you the numbers here. Um, Against the Rams, it's actually their third in 
DVOA uh, Bucks are third in DVOA versus the wide receiver two. Um, you'd actually want to look at the number uh, for the wide receiver plus at 15 because that's more of your slot wide receivers. Um, but the Bucks are 28th in points allowed to the wide receiver position, uh, 44.4 on FanDuel, 58.1 on DraftKings. Uh, he will have a terrible corner, Ross Cockrell, covering him in the slot. So it's definitely something to consider, but we generally don't like to pay up um, for the slot wide receivers. Uh, this kind of goes with, with Lockett. Once their price kind of reaches a threshold, you kind of just fade it away because they're not complete. They're not studs, you know, traditional studs. So definitely uh, um, you can consider them, but I don't think it's going to be needed. Um, I also don't think that Rams, uh, that Rams-Bucks game really kind of goes off. There's just something off with it. Uh, Adam Thielen, 7,630 and 6,700. Good for 7th, 5th, and 10th. I don't give a shit that the Seahawks are 8th in DVOA versus wide receiver 2. I want to attack cornerback DJ Reed Jr. That little fucker has been living on borrowed time, and I just know he's going to fail his team in this one. It's just my gut feeling, okay? Thielen's been on a tear. This is kind of why I like the... Um, Minnesota Seattle game a little bit because it's actually really really good. They're playing in a later game. Um, it's like the three twenty five, I believe. Yeah, the four twenty five slash three twenty five. But uh, yeah, I'm not I'm not believing in these uh, DVOA numbers uh, wholeheartedly or the DVP numbers. Um, Seattle is. 12th in points allowed to the wide receiver position, 27.6 and 34.6. But um, Tennessee's passing offense has been off. And then, of course, they played Atlanta in week one. So um, Minnesota's passing offense has been pretty damn good. Um, I'm, of course, loving it a lot more if uh, Dalvin Cook is not there because that just gives me an excuse to really stack up the passing offense against Seattle. Going that route. Uh, if I'm stacking the game, so next DK Metcalf, seventy two hundred twenty nine and seventy three hundred, good for ten six and five. We know about Lockett's matchup this week, but DK against the Vikings even better. Minnesota thirty second in DVOA versus wide receiver one. Metcalf will be facing old man Patrick Peterson and at times Bashad Breeland, who looks way past his prime as well. He's a guy I really want to pay up for, and the FanDuel price is ridiculously underpriced. So definitely consider that on, on uh, FanDuel for sure. Keenan Allen, 6,900, 26, 6,600. Good for 15th, 12th, and 11th. Kansas City, 25th in DVOA versus the wide receiver one. 25th in DVOA versus the wide receiver plus. Remember we talk about um, when we talk about these guys who are the number one wide receivers who like to line up in the slot. You want to look at both the wide receiver one and the wide receiver plus usually. Um, because usually your slot wide receiver is your third wide receiver that you're going up against. Going up against uh, cornerback Legereus Sneed, who hasn't uh, been great to start the season along with the rest of this defense. I'm going to be honest, I have more trust in wide receiver Mike Williams right now, uh, who Herbert had, <laughs> has really had a boner for to start the season and is still at a discount, and this is true. Cortland Sutton, 6,900, 24, and 6,000, good for 15th, 14th, and 19th. 
How can you not like Teddy Bridgewater's favorite target in a matchup against cornerback Brandon Eccles? It's science. It's science that is a well-calculated play this week. Marquise Brown, of course, we talked with Lamar. 6,600, 19, 5,600, good for 19, 25th, 26. Lions are 24th in DVOA versus wide receiver one. 16th in points allowed to the position while facing perennial punching bag cornerback Amani Aruwaware. Sterling Shepard, the steady eddy of the New York Giants passing offense. 6,400, 23, and 5,900, good for 22nd, 16, and 21st. He's been getting job done the first two weeks of the season. Atlanta has been getting beat up in the slot first and foremost. Shepard should really be considered more of a wide receiver one or wide receiver two in the Giants offense, uh, where Atlanta is 28th and 26th in DVOA, while 25th in points allowed to the position. Uh, Again, because he's the slot wide receiver, you would look at the wide receiver plus, but he has the plus matchup there. Um, So, yeah, definitely when you're looking at first pairing, uh, for Daniel Jones, Sterling Shepard is really kind of the guy here. And we'll get to another secondary piece here in a little while. Marvin Jones Jr., 6,317 and 4,900, good for 23rd, 34th, and 42nd. He's been Trevor Lawrence's favorite target to begin the season. And you know they will have to pass somewhere to try and stay in the game against Denver. If they can, that 4,900 price is going to come in handy over on DraftKings. Mike Williams, here it is. 6,000, 18, and 6,400, good for 27th, 29th, and 14th. Great prices on FanDuel and uh, Yahoo. So get out of here that he's still this cheap, ridiculous, and worthy of a plug-and-play across the board at that salary. Jamar Chase, again, price is not going up. 5,900, 21, and 5,400, good for 30th, 23rd, and 30th. He is not the 30th best wide receiver in the league. Jamar is Burrow's favorite target target and there is no t higgins this week sign me up for a player whose cost has not gone up yet circle this one also clay's uh, chase claypool of the pittsburgh steelers 5800 23rd uh, 23 and 5800 for 34th 16th and 23rd um digging this matchup against cornerback eli apple who is no match for claypool when he gets his hands on the ball that is the only stealer i am put anywhere in here including their defense, uh, who will not be without T.J. Watt this week, by the way. Rondale Moore, oh, God, of the Cardinals. 5,618, 5,000, good for 39th, 29th, and 39th. More of a GPP play, really, with how few snaps he gets in this offense, but I will allow him in cash if and only if we get word that DeAndre Hopkins is out on Sunday. That would mean more opportunities for young Mr. Moore. A.J. Green follows him right after that, 5,500, 12, and 4,500, 46, 57, 51. See Rondell Moore, but in a better spot for cash. If D-Hop plays this Sunday, he would become the de facto number one. Uh, He's actually a nice pivot option off of Rondell Moore um, if you're looking for it. Quintez Cephas of Detroit, 5,312 and 3,900, good for 58th, 57th, and 67th. Cephas has been Goss' favorite target outside of TJ Hawkinson, and he gives salary relief at the wide receiver position in a game where Detroit will have to continue to throw to keep up. 3,900 over on DraftKings, that is a huge, huge savings at 67th. Okay, You have to consider it you almost have to consider going four wide this week. Um, 
I'm not going to do it at tight end. I'd rather do it at wide receiver where I'm a little bit more comfortable uh, trying to find the guys that are going to actually bring the point our point totals up. So consider four wide. Um, that means three wide receivers, one in your flex. So GPP Tyreek Hill, 8,700, 30, uh, 33, Good for first, second, and first. Chargers 18th in DVOA, but first in points allowed to the position. In my opinion, not worth the risk in cash, but a shot in GPP is enticing because, like Mahomes, a lot of people are going to look at the numbers and stay away. So it gives me some interest, especially if using Mahomes at quarterback. Stephon Diggs, 7,733, 7,600, good for sixth, second, and third. How can I not like this matchup against cornerback Benjamin St. Justy? Uh, the Dushka News are 8th in DVOA versus wide receiver 1, but are 23rd in points allowed to the wide receiver position. Washington has been bleeding points to passing games to start the season, so definitely a consideration. Justin Jefferson, 7,400, 28, and 7,200, good for 8th, ninth, and 6th. Seahawks are 5th in DVOA versus the wide receiver 1. Uh, Trey Flowers, your next on my cornerbacks living on borrow time list. This is a full stack with Thielen and Cousins play, and I'm expecting fireworks in Minneapolis. A.J. Brown and Julio Jones, 6,800, 29, 6,500. Jones, the only difference on FanDuel, $100 cheaper at 6,700. I honestly don't hate Julio for cash, but his cost is way too high on Yahoo and a tad too high on DraftKings as well. Indy is 31st in DVOA versus the wide receiver, 2, 30th in points allowed to wide receivers as a whole. No one is going to play A.J. Brown in another good matchup against cornerback Rocky Yassin after last week, so we may see the Julio effect from last week. This is kind of why these two are really the reason why I want to use Tannehill because they have really decent matchups this week, and I'm going to keep attacking this Indianapolis secondary. Um... You don't have to, uh, but I would encourage you to have at least one lineup where it basically fades Derrick Henry, to be honest. Odell Beckham Jr., 6,500, 24, 5,300, good for 20th, 14th, and 33rd. If he doesn't re-injure himself, he will be in line for a ton of targets. Faces the Bears defense as 29th in DVOA versus the wide receiver 1, 29th in points allowed to the wide receiver position at all. Not going heavy on him, but he, but I will find a share in at least one lineup. Uh, he is basically the only guy left in that Cleveland uh, wide receiving core. Don't give me Donovan Peoples-Jones and Anthony Schwartz right now because they are fucking terrible right now. Robert Woods, 6,100, 25, 5,700, good for 25th, 13th, and 25th. A strict pivot from Cooper Cup where the Bucks are 20th in DVOA versus wide receiver one and 28th in points allowed to the position. Just like the DK Metcalf play, at some point the tide will shift away from Cup. Darius Slayton. Here's your Giants guy. 5,400, 14, 4,600. Good for 53rd, 49th, and 48th. I did consider Kenny Galladay here, but ultimately went with Slayton in his matchup with backup cornerback TJ Green, who has the advantage on paper, but Slayton can beat him on his way to a long TD. Gabriel Davis. 4,900, 10, and 3,700. Good for 78th, 67th, and 73rd. Very rare you'll see me write him up. Washington is 26 in DVOA versus the wide receiver plus, and he has the opportunity to take the top off the secondary. All right, let's get going here. We still got tight ends. 
Uh, Travis Kelsey in cash, 8,500, 31, and 8,200 first across the board. Chargers, 28th in DVOA versus the tight end, 17th in points allowed to the position. Safest chief to use for cash. I'm paying up this week for the stability at the position since there are so many cheap wide receivers to utilize this week. Darren Waller, 7,400, 29, and 7,400. Good for second across the board. Safe play this week against the Dolphins defense. 18th in DVOA versus tight end, 19th in points allowed as well. TJ Hawkinson, 6,300, 24, and 5,200. Good for fourth across the board. Ravens are 14th in DVOA versus tight end, 32nd in points allowed to the position. True, the Ravens have faced both Darren Waller and Travis Kelsey the first two weeks of the season, but he is Goss' main target, and Baltimore has a history of giving up the juice to the position. Uh, also, losing linebackers is not helping uh, the Baltimore Ravens right now, so definitely, definitely um, worth considering TJ Hawkinson in this matchup. Especially since we need to save uh, some salary, <laughs> and he's going to save you about oh twenty two hundred from Kelsey on Fanduel, seven dollars on Yahoo, which is a big deal, and three thousand on DK. The DK one is the big one. GPP Kyle Pitts sixty two hundred nineteen forty nine hundred good for fifth six and six. The only piece of this offense I will take a shot on at DFS. Giants have been poor against the tight end as they are 17th in DVOA, 29th in points allowed to the position as well. I do like the Giants' defense this week, but they have been... uh, (laughs) Oh, my God. There's another error. It pisses me off. But they have been weak across the middle. Mark Andrews, 6,019 and 5,000. 7,6,5. Not excited about this one. Uh, not my favorite, but if you're feeling frisky and want to pair him with Jackson, be my guest. As the Lions 15th in DVOA versus tight end, 32nd in points allowed to the tight end position. Jared Cook, the paydown option, 5,300, 16, and 3,900, good for 12, 9, and 11. Uh, he's been the main ta- tight end target. It's not even close, uh, both snap shares and targets. Uh, Kansas City is also 20th in DVOA versus tight end, 21st in points allowed to the position. I mean, I could always recommend Tyler Higby again if you wish. Defense special teams. It's hard not to like Denver against the Jets. 5,020 and 4,300 good for first, first, and first. Uh, I mean Jacksonville, my bad. Or no, I did mean the Jets. What the hell am I? Good Lord, I'm losing my mind. I was right, it was the Jets. Obvious pay down spot. Zach Wilson hasn't looked good uh, to begin the year. So take advantage of it. Get some more turnovers here. Patriots, uh, 4,700, 12, and 4,100. Good for third, 17th, and second. It's a hell of a play on Yahoo. You're betting on a Winston meltdown again, and the price on Yahoo is, for whatever reason, cheap AF. Arizona Cardinals, 4620 and 3000 Good for 4th, 1st, and 13th. The price on DraftKings is great. Uh, Jacksonville, 30th in points allowed to the opposing team's defense. Jacksonville hasn't gotten going on offense quite yet, and I don't worry too much about them scoring points. Buffalo, <clears throat> not my favorite play, just because of how they went off last week, so people would gravitate to it. But 4,100, 11, and 3,800, good for ninth, 21st, and 4th in pricing. So Yahoo, again, really bad price job there. Uh, Taylor Heineke should be good for a turnover, too, this week, and I 
don't want to pay up for a defense that just got the job done last week. But they are mispriced on Yahoo just like the Patriots. So that's what we're looking for, mispricings. New York Giants, 3900 17 3300 good for 13th, 5th, and 9th. So best prices on FanDuel. Falcons, 32nd in points allowed to opposing defenses, and this defense has yet to break out this season. This could be their opportunity, but they refuse to pay up on Yahoo and DraftKings. GPP, also known as the pay-down defenses for cash. We have one here, Tennessee Titans, 4500 10, and 2400 Good for 5th on FanDuel. How the fuck they're 5th on FanDuel, I'll never know. 25th on Yahoo, 21st on DK. These are bare minimums over here, folks. I uh, have some love for this play because it's dirt cheap and everyone seems uh, destined to use the Raiders versus the Dolphins now. Uh, originally, earlier in the week, it was the Titans. Um... But I'm fading that to take on either Gimpy Carson Wentz or terrible Jacob Eason or Brett Hundley this Sunday. It's science. It's science. The new GPP, also known as the fuck it and play at minimum price uh, for cash. Cincinnati Bengals, 3411 and 2100 good for 22nd, 21st, and 24th. Uh, this is the pivot from the Steelers defense that I had written, originally written up. And truly a good uh, pay-down spot this week. No idea what we get from Big Ben with the pectoral injury. No Deontay Johnson in the passing game and a weak offensive line. Any questions? They missed out on two TDs last week. If you watched the game against the Bears, it was a good play. It just did not work out. But these are all going to work out this week because they just got to. They just got to. Uh, any questions, make sure you hit me up. You wanted me to look at lineups, be more than happy to do it. Till then, I am taking off. Have a good one, everybody. <laughs>